Welcome back on to The Backstretch. I'm Heather Williams from WCYB-TV in Bristol, Tennessee and Virginia. And I guess we have to start with the biggest news of the week, which was Brad Keselowski and the huge penalty handed down to him from NASCAR for tampering with uh, parts at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. 100 owner points, 100 driver points, 10 playoff points, a $100,000 fine for his crew chief, Crew chief is also suspended for four races. That is a huge penalty. It dropped him all the way from 16th in the driver point to 35th, the last driver that has run full-time this season. And it seems like now, unless Koslowski wins a race this year, he's probably going to be on the outside looking in of the playoffs. NASCAR said when they switched to this next-gen car, they were not going to play around. This was a no-tolerance issue for them. If you mess with the cars, if you change the parts, you were going to get hit with the boom. And while this is only considered a level two penalty, this is the boom. For a driver like Kozlowski, who is a perennial playoff contender, this kind of penalty hurts, and it hurts bad. And it hurts even more because he's trying to take Roush Fenway Kozlowski Racing and turn it into a playoff team. And he is obviously the strong of the two drivers. Not Chris Buescher isn't a strong driver and can't get that team to the playoffs, but obviously a former champion has a better chance to do that right away. So huge penalty for him. I'll be interested to see what kind of goes down over the next week or two with that team and how they respond and rebound. Bristol, among other races coming up, Martinsville, short tracks are very good to Kozlowski. So he might still get a win. He can definitely get into the playoffs by winning, but ouch, that really hurts. I also think it's interesting when we look at what's gone over the last week or so, what's going on at Hendrick Motorsports. Three wins, and the one driver that hasn't won is Chase Elliott. I think if I had to ask you at the beginning of the year that question, we all would have probably lost a lot of money. Not that Chase has struggled. He's the points leader, right? He's having a good season. And there's a road course this week, so this might be a moot point by Sunday afternoon. But it is really interesting to see that he is the one driver that hasn't won. I do think, as we'll talk about with Chris later, that Hendrick Motorsports has really figured some things out and that they are already rising to the top. As a lot of drivers told me they would, the cream would rise to the top that you're already starting to see Hendrick Motorsports do that. So we've got William Byron, the most recent race winner, coming up, as well as our conversation with Chris. Busy week. Let's get to it. Joined as always by our crew chief Chris Carrier, who also happens to be the crew chief for the number seventy-five food country truck in the Camping World Truck Series. Chris, another new winner this week in William Byron. But I want to start with this: we had several cars blow tires in the lead this week at Atlanta. Is this a problem with the tires? Is it the load? And does NASCAR need to take a look at this a little closer? I think the answer to those questions is is all yes. Um, I, I'm. Uh, Heather, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't want to like aim blame at anybody on this because, you know, this a, a new really fast racetrack with a lot of load in the corners, a brand new car. You know, they're really new tires. This is something you know they've not dealt with these top tires at these places. So, and I, I'm sure that the teams. I think it was mostly all Chevrolet teams that that had tire issues. And, you know, now you can adjust rear camber as well as front camber. That's kind of uh, adjustable with the t- easier adjustable for the teams. And um, I-, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to 
point fingers at, at, at anybody. It is suspicious that it was only the, the Chevy teams. And all the, all the car manufacturer teams have tire data, tire information. that come, It's raw data that comes from Goodyear, but they have their own engineering firms who go through this and summarize it and give direction or whatever. And then it's up to them to do what they want to with it. So apparently they felt like there was some speed, some grip, some, some drivability or whatever uh, with maybe putting more camber in those tires than maybe what they really could stand. And, you know, they had some failures. So uh, fortunately it wasn't anything that really hurt anybody. It, it tore a lot of equipment up. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I think that I think that when in these situations, I don't think Goodyear's. I think they do all they can, and they, I can promise you this: they are trying to. Have, the last thing they want is to have failures, so that they are always trying to be on that side of it to like not have failures. Sometimes it gives away grip and drivability, and the drivers complain, "I can't feel the cars, I can't," you know. But uh, they're trying to make sure that they don't blow tires out. So anyway, we'll see if this continues. What do you think of? Uh, Atlanta as a mini super speedway. I called it Atlanta Dega. What did you think of that style of racing? That's the first time I've heard that. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I like that. Atlanta Dega. Well, it's it's really kind of exactly that. And it is a a mini super speedway. Uh, That was, I think, the spot on intention when they refigured this racetrack, repaved it, put more banking in it, da-da-da-da-da. And you know, everybody went down there with a lot of unknowns. Like, what are we going to do? I know I talked to some truck team guys and a couple of Xfinity guys, and they're like, uh, we're going to go with our best shot here. And But it's sort of a, you know, a golf shot that's kind of a blind green. So you you hook it whatever you can or slice it whatever you can. But they, they did. And, and I, you know, to be honest with you, Heather, I think they very much accomplished what they were trying to accomplish. Now, you know, a lot of, you can, you can be, plus or minus, pro or against, or whatever you want to do about it. But uh, it produced some pretty good racing. The crowds were good. Beautiful days, beautiful weekends. So, um, you know, uh, I, I think it's, it's a lot of people are going to like it really well. Some are not. It was fast. Man, it was fast. But uh, good racing. I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. So, they did the same thing with Bristol Dirt. They did the same thing with the L.A. Coliseum. Another box checked off, I guess. As I mentioned, William Byron makes it five winners in five yeah. weeks. And while there have been some, there's been some parity, you're starting to see the Hendrick camp rise to the top. So is this just going to be another season where they pull away from the field? Well, right now you have to say they are the 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 odds-on favorites for somebody out of that camp to to win a championship. You know, they've, they, everybody in every cup team they've got has won a race except that kid from Georgia, you know. And, oh, we're going to a road course this week. Wow. Okay. So, anyway, uh, I think they've done their homework very well. And I think, uh, you know, for the most part, the Chevrolet teams overall have done well. You've got some others that are running really well, so it's going to be a matter of time for some other Chevrolet teams get get trophies. So um, I think they've done their homework. They've, they've worked hard at it. They were kind of like they under the radar in the off-season and, and late season testing last year, and now here they are racking up wins. So let's turn our attention now to the race at Coda. You guys are running the truck race there this weekend. What's going to be the key to getting around this road course, and what will the next-gen car 
be like at their first road course race? Uh, the key to this place is, uh, you know, it's a lot of both way turns. It's just a lot of turns, period. It's a long road course. There's not a lot of banking anywhere. There's not a whole lot of elevation change. Uh, remember, it's a designed for Formula One, so it's a little bit different than, than what NASCAR guys are used to in a road course. So uh, finding a way to get through the sections, there are a lot of right, left, right, left. There's speed to be found there. There's speed to be lost. It's also got long straightaways, so the, the, the left-hand corners, I think, favor a little bit because all the long straightaways the left, the left corners are, are dominant, you know, going on to those straights. Uh, as far as the next-gen car, I'll be honest with you, Heather, I think this is where the next-gen car is going to be the best. Um, I think it's more the original heart of the thing, the design of the thing, is like from like a IMSA car or Trans Am car, and a lot of the stuff is, is, comes from that direction. So. Uh, I think that I think I believe that the, the next gen cars are going to perform very well there. Uh, I look that it's going to be a very competitive race, I believe, and I think you're going to see some wham bam action down toward the end, trying you know somebody trying to get a win. I mean that's what we've seen all year. I would expect nothing all year less. Long. Joining us now is William Byron, driver of the number 24 Chevy for Hendrick Motorsports, coming off a win this weekend at Atlanta. First of all, William, congratulations on the win. How does it feel to uh, go ahead and check that box for the playoffs early in the season? Uh, it feels great. It, uh, it feels really good for our team because, uh, you know, we've been through a tough couple race stretch of having a lot of speed, but not quite getting the finishes. So um, nice to nice to see it pay off and, you know, nice to to be up there in the points now and, and have all those things. So we are five races in this season. We've had five different winners, three from Hendrick Motorsports. And given the fact we're going to a road course, we have a good chance of having it be a four or four. Have you guys figured something out that other people in the garage haven't figured out when it comes to the next gen car? Um, I think it's just the execution and uh, teamwork, honestly. I, I think, I don't know if we've shown Besides maybe this race with our car, I feel like our, our cars have been fast, but they've not been dominant by any means. So, um, you know, I think it's it's just showing the the effort and the teamwork that we have together to to kind of pull together after practice and work with each other on setups and figure out what's the best thing for the car. So it's nice to see how well we all work together. So we've run every kind of race except for we're going to run your first road course this weekend. How do you think the next-gen car is performing now that you've had a chance to take it out on a couple of different tracks? Yeah, it's um, it certainly is is different. Um, the road course, I think, is going to be the most aggressive that we can be with the car because the parts and pieces are, are pretty much made for it. So I think that's going to be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. But so far, so good with the next-gen car. I think a lot of the things are pretty similar to the old car. Um, there's a few stuff, there's a few differences for sure. Um, but I think now, you know, we're starting to get used to those. So this week you go to Coda. Uh, I know you have one teammate that's really good on road courses, one that's pretty good. How do you feel about road courses? I know you've had some good runs on some of the road courses here, especially recently. Yeah, I feel good about it. I think, um, you know, I've obviously I have two, two really good teammates at road courses and, um, yeah, they're both really smooth. So, a uh, lot to learn from from them, but I feel like we always have speed. So, just a matter of um, you know putting it all together to where we can be out there and and uh, have a shot to 
to compete for a win. So last year, you know, towards the end of the year went well and got to continue to, to learn, but it's going well. So I'm here in Bristol. We're about a month away from the dirt race. What is that challenge going to be like for you guys? Are you even thought about that? And, and what do you think of the dirt here at Bristol? Yeah, I haven't thought about it, but it's uh, last year was, was certainly a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. I think the track was, um, you know, good, but there's potential to be better. And I feel like th this year with it being a night race, it's going to, it's going to race a lot better than it did last year. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that, that plays out. And I think our, our team will be ready. Um, you know, and I, I'm just excited for it. I, it's, it's fun to have new, new challenges. And that's certainly one of them. All right. So I want to have a little fun here with this interview. I got this email prepping me from NASCAR and it says that you like to build master's level Lego suite uh, sets. Tell me about this. <laughs> yeah, I love building Legos. Uh, it's definitely a passion of mine. I think it kind of gets my mind off of what I'm, what I'm doing in a, in the race car. So it's def certainly completely different than what I do in the race car. Uh, and I, I just enjoy it. So I, I built a Titanic Lego set that was uh, over 9,000 pieces over the off season and uh, I'm not sure what I'll do next, but uh, hopefully, hopefully do something soon. Could we see you maybe on Lego Masters or something if they did like a celebrity edition? Because that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. We're actually going to be on that show uh, coming up in, in a few months. So looking forward to that and uh, not sure what they'll do for, for, uh, for it, but it'll be a lot of fun. So this week is CODA, and I am excited to see these new next-gen cars on a road course. As Chris mentioned, this is what these kind of cars are built for, right? They're built for the road courses, right and left-hand turn. So I think the racing could be really good, and I think I said this last week too, but man, if this is going to be even better than what we've seen before, this season's going to be incredible. I actually thought the race last year could have wasn't that good. And I mean, obviously rain played a huge part in it, right? Drivers couldn't see. They were running into the back of each other. Just really dangerous and really just undesirable conditions at CODA. So I'm willing to go into this weekend with a fresh start, a good eye, a new eye to see what the racing is going to be like with the cup cars at CODA. Because like I said, I didn't think it was that good last year, but I'm excited because everybody tells me to think the racing this weekend is going to be fantastic. So we will see what happens this week at CODA, and then we'll see you back here next week.